句。Hello, hello, hello, everyone. I love our little intro that we do. Countdown. <laughs> this no. is hacks, uh, tips, and tricks for realtors uh, or real estate agents. Um, I'm Hallie McCrory. I'm in San Angelo, Texas, and now also in Dallas, Texas area, yeah. uh, DFW Metroplex. And I've got my lovely co-host, Casey Styers on from Raleigh, North Carolina, but she works all over. State of North Carolina, especially the beaches, Wilmington. Yes. <laughs> I know yeah, somebody in Destin. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now we've got someone in Destin too. I love it. Um, so, normally we have, if you guys watch our show um, or if this is your, you know, this is your first time, we normally bring guests on, but this week we wanted to do just us um, and talking about social selling and what that, um, I don't know, kind of some hacks, tips, and tricks behind that. Um, Casey, did you have any other announcements before we get started? Not right now. No. Okay. Ready to do this. Well, we've got our purses secured. Yes. <laughs> Casey lost her purse uh, yes. last week. And, and it was uh, returned. And it was returned. I'm a nice girl. <laughs> so, yeah. We like to really announce it. Now I canceled everything. It was great. <laughs> so. Okay, wait. Can I reverse that that cancellation, please? <laughs> I know, right? Love we're it. We're still waiting on our cards. I actually called the bank today, and they said that they actually mailed them on Friday. Nice. So I had to just do the same thing. Actually, I finally, uh, fourteen months later after getting married, I finally changed my name. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, just did that with the banks, and yeah. Officially a McCrory, no longer a Beeler. Well, I guess I kept Beeler as my middle name, but yes, just special. At our new bar, we officially, we got the license and everything came in the mail on Friday. So it looks like we're going to be able to do soft opening this week. Yeah, I love it. Molly, 4743 Glenwood. Okay, we'll talk about that because I, I wanted to talk about that, how you kind of incorporate that with your real estate stuff too. Um, so I guess for those of you who don't know what social selling means, I kind of think of it as um, if so, if you're thinking about like lead generation, um, there's kind of an old school way and a newer school way. And I think of social selling as kind of the newer way, the old school way, I feel like and old school versus new school. There's nothing wrong with either. It just <laughs> totally depends on who you are. Like Haas Pratt, for example, uh, Casey's mentor and sponsor with EXP. He's the listing boss. If you don't know him, if you don't know him, you need to look him up and get his book. Need to get him on. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother, that's yeah. a whole nother show. Um, but he's like very much the old school. So like door knocking, cold calling, cold emailing, like you reaching out to the, you know, to a potential You're physically reaching out to them, making buyer, that seller. Yeah. Like direct mail, building that. Um, things like that. If you look at my YouTube page too, um, I'll, why don't you put it in the on there as well? But yeah. Do you want to put it in the, yeah, uh, I'll figure out how to do that. There's some glimpses from when Haas came and did a thing here and it, he dives deeper into it. You can yeah. listen to them and he tells you just little, it's little tricks and hacks. It's like little blurbs, shorts, but yes. it goes a long ways. And James had taken them apart and put them together on YouTube. Love it. Hi, Lolita. She said, hello, ladies. No. Yeah. Why don't you drop your, um, that. Well, Lucia, I'll come back on. Cause there's a good chance I'll click something and we'll go. I'll go okay. <laughs> um, and then the new school kind of way, um, what we're talking about social selling, um, that's going to be bring, like stuff out, like content out to draw people towards you yes. or I even think of it I mean it doesn't have to be just social media but like um like big thing for me and I know for Casey too is like 
actually getting involved with things in the community and, you know, then like kind of interweaving real estate into your, you know, your everyday conversations. I mean, it just, it, that just happens naturally. Like we all talk about what we do for work and whatnot. So um, it's more about bringing or attracting clients to you versus the outreach. Um, And, you know, it kind of crosses over between each other, depending on what you're doing. But um, I feel like Casey and I are very much on the new school side. We work great. We, yes. So I learn a lot from you, actually. Well, you too, likewise. But as far as combining our, our um, business, like our dealership and our bars into this, that's Adam's babies. I, I will never once claim to, if you asked me to run a dealership, I'd be like, Ugh. no, but like, for example, so, the bars. So he just ate, let me let him out real quick. Okay. <laughs> so my example for Casey, um, and I know this is kind of the bars deal too. Um, but they have like a, a yoga, what is it? Yoga happy hour? Yeah, we do yoga or? every Wednesday. And I'm just getting creative on different ways to meet people. So a lot of people think, oh, a bar, you go to get drunk, you go to just have drinks. And how you would think I would incorporate that in my real estate world is not at all how I incorporate it. I used our venue when Haas came. It was a great opportunity to a advertise us, but it, it gave us a big spot for him to come and speak to other like-minded realtors. Yoga night. We have created a safe community. That's the best way I like to describe it. Elizabeth, our teacher, we talk about that all the time, mm-hmm. how it helped her. It's helped so many people. Like when you first move here, you don't know people. If you come on Wednesday nights from, we have it from seven to eight. It's, a, it's an open community. Even if you've never done yoga in your life, it's a great place to start. You've got to start somewhere. Just like social media, I had to start somewhere. And that was my hardest leap coming into this because I was in the bar scenes with Adam while I was teaching school, but I had to hide it because I didn't want my students. Now it's complete opposite and I'm using that, but I use it as deals. Like I tell people, you know, I've done these deals for him. All these bars, those were my deals, found them and brought them to the finish line. Right. So that's something I can do. If you're looking for a business aspect and then I'm going to know the ins and outs and what you're going to need to know and then the rules and the regulations. That's right. how I can help you in the commercial where not just anybody can go sell a bar. Like, no, there are certain rules. You've got to know capacity. A certain spot's not going to work because if you can't get enough bodies through there, it's not going to make sense for the owner. And if it's a new person that's never ran a bar, they're going to rely on you to know these things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like even like seasoned commercial people, like, you know, every single type of business and the needs they, they, I guess they have or want are going to be different for each. So. And yes, when you get your real estate license in North Carolina, I don't know if it's that way in Texas, you can do both. Yeah. Not everybody should do both. No. Well, no. And National Association of Realtors says um, you're only supposed to practice in scope of what you're like, what you know. Everybody can walk into an ice cream shop. Doesn't mean everybody should eat it. (laughs) 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 Well, we need to write that one down. (laughs) You what? (laughs) Write that quote down. (laughs) This is true. I mean, (laughs) you like this, probably shouldn't eat it, but you can go in there. Yeah. So, well, I guess now I tie those together. Yes. Well, and I, I feel like, like my first kind of hack I wanted to talk about, which it, it sounds like you, like this is kind of you, especially like on, um, is it Glenwood Street or Glenwood Glenwood's, Drive? Glenwood, um, the entertainment district. Okay. So Raleigh's got different, you got the warehouse, you got the entertainment, you've got the mm-hmm. Oakwood, you got Mordecai. You've got Cameron Village, the Village District. They're all coming. And now we're adding a whole nother one where Kane's building like another, like a soccer stadium and another venue place where people can play music. So trying to think. (laughs) So like an amphitheater. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess so. And this is like verbiage. I guess I, I like thought about it like this. So like when I first moved to San Angelo, um, I didn't know a lot of people, um, you know, it's not where I grew up. 
Um, so I, I felt like that was kind of like I, I was lacking there as a real estate agent. Like people had a leg up on me that were, were from here. So I was like, I'm going to go out and just meet as many people as I can, learn everything I can about this town um, so that, you know, I can catch up to these people. And, um, you know, just sometimes it's like people like to work with a fresh face anyways, because they know everybody from going to high school together. Um, so I kind of inadvertently did this, but my, I feel like my number one hack to social selling and I got to credit, uh, my mentor, Lisa Copeland on like, I guess coming up with the name for it, but she said, you need to go out and be the mayor of your town and act like, you know, act like you're running for mayor. You need to be out there shaking hands and kissing babies. And that's exactly what I did when I first moved to San Angelo, um, you know, before I, like two years before I ever met, no, three years before I ever met um, Lisa and even, um, well, actually I'll, I'll get back to another one, but yeah, it's, um, you got to think of yourself as like you're running for, for mayor and meet as many people as you can, um, you know, develop relationships, um, get to know the, the businesses and entrepreneurs, um, you know, people in politics within the community, um, get involved in volunteering. So when I first, um, just like some examples, when I first moved here, I joined the junior league. So I met, and that was like my way of making good girlfriends. So like all my, my good girlfriends here, not all of them, but like a lot of them I met through junior league. And then, um, you know, just from there, just getting to meet people and talk to people. Um, I was already passionate about volunteering. Um, so, you know, putting myself out there and doing something I'm already passionate about, that was a way for me to show like my true authentic self. So people got to know me and the more people, I, I feel like social selling is all about getting people to know you and, to like you and then therefore they get to trust you. <laughs> I'm sorry Adam walked in <laughs> oh you're good no but I, I feel like that um you know that face-to-face -face aspect of just people really getting to know you and being able to trust you with um especially with their one of their biggest purchases usually exactly so, um yeah and that I, you know just like that I've been I mean this isn't for everybody but um you know I I'm very involved in nonprofits here and volunteering um and that's been my way of picking up clients and, um, you know, people always ask me like, well, what are you doing for lead generation? And I mean, I do, I, that's, it's pretty much a mix of social media and like just networking really and yeah. being consistent with, with what I choose to network with. Yes. Um, so that's, I, I feel like my number one hack is act like you're running for the mayor of your area. It's funny. You should say that. My friends joke with me all the time. They were like, we used to make fun of you, how you would dress when we go out because they would all wear these short dresses. And if any of them are on here, they'll chime in and agree with me on this. I'd always have a dress, a blazer. And they're like, you look like you're running for president's wife or you're going to be the next mayor. And I was like, well, I'm dressing how the people I wanted to surround myself with kind of yeah, thing. Exactly. I felt like that was, they made fun of me but look where I am today. kind of. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I feel like you're like the mayor of, of downtown. Like, well, we, that's why we call you the downtown guru, you know, mm -hmm. like you've branded yourself and, you know, you know, all the business owners around there, you know, everything that's going well, on. I know the history. I know where it's going. I know where it started and I know the direction it's going in. And yeah. I wish Adam would have stayed in here. We could have thrown him on here. He would have killed me on that one. <laughs> he would have. <laughs> I'm like, if Colin did it, Adam can do it. I'm doing a, a YouTube on Glenwood because it is one of the streets that truly has put Raleigh on the map. Yeah. Charlotte has banking and Raleigh, it has the street that has restaurants, mm -hmm. living, shopping, entertainment. It's got everything. So it's just, and it's located in pretty much the heart of Raleigh. So yeah. you can be at any direction carry durham any of those within and i feel like it draws in all different types of people too so and a lot of people i feel like that youtube video when i put it out it's going to make a lot of people i hope it opens up a lot of people's eyes that see things one way mm -hmm. and they should really look at the positive 
that these businesses bring to the street. Yeah. They look at that as noisy. So, oh, well, well, if you don't like the area, you can use Casey to sell. I always say, you a house in the country, no problem. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of change. And it, I, I understand that it's a hard concept for a lot of people because Raleigh's old school money, Charlotte's new school money. I've said this for many years. So, and Charlotte's, I mean, they're one of the biggest bank. I don't know if you realize that, but Charlotte was one, is one of yeah. the biggest bank cities. Next well, to New York City. I, I never, well, I guess I kind of knew that from uh, my aunt Kelly, who was in a financial advisor, but then also, um, I guess going to Wake Forest, I had a bunch of friends in the business school who went into investment banking and stuff. And a lot of them ended up staying in, in Charlotte instead of going to New York because they thought it would be like at least a little bit better. Um, I, I guess investment banking is a rough lifestyle, um, at least for a few years. So they're like, well, maybe the Charlotte one, like the Southern yeah. banking will be a little bit better than like New York. Yeah. And so. Raleigh's just, it's older school, but it's growing. And it's, we've got big companies coming here. We've got Apple coming. We have um, Toyota, one of the oh, biggest right. plants that's going to be built is going to be built outside of Sanford. Who would ever thought? Yeah. When we first got started this whole thing, they, um, I, when I first started real estate, Sanford, I was like, Hey, that's the direction I need to go. That's the direction I need to go. So love it. You want to talk about, do you have like a, a next hack you want to talk about or, um, like what something you're doing with social media, my social media I'm doing right now, I'm focusing on the YouTube channel because it's out there and I'm very proud. I posted a video a little bit ago and it had 256 views within under 10 minutes. I was like, okay, so tell us like what your topic was and we'll kind of, you know, like delve into why you did what you did. Um, yeah, I was hoping James would hop on here. He's my little guru on this thing. He's, my, he's the one is, he's looking up certain words because there's certain words that you put in there that yeah. makes it take off. It, yeah. All about that algorithm. So yeah, this one was about Rocky, and it was actually posted in the back of um, Adam's new bar. He's about to walk behind me. Adam, wave at everybody. Hi, Adam. <laughs> We're trying to get you to come on here one week. Please. See, she said please. <laughs> So he's like, magic word. <laughs> so, um, and it's Rocky running in the back. And I said, do you need space? And yep. then play the Zoomy song. And I feel like the song was one of the top songs that are being the Zoom Zoom song. And I think it's, uh, that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Well, and I feel, okay. So like, here's the social selling as aspect. Like uh -huh. you're picking something related. Yeah, 509 views now. And I posted it an hour ago. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But like, that's something like relatable. Like people see that you have a dog or like, you know, a lot of people have a dog, like, but that's something they see and they think of their dog. They're like, mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I need a bigger backyard for my dog. I'm going to like, then that's how they'll remember you. Yeah. So that's like, that's their way of um, your way of getting people to reach out to you, like posting something relatable or something that people can you know, relate their own situations to. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. You've got to brand yourself. Like I always said, you've got to brand yourself first and foremost. That's the thing you need to figure out what's going to set you apart from everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Like a lot of social selling is the long game. Mm -hmm. um, like a lot of, you know, that old school type is we're reaching out for immediate people. Right. But yeah. a lot of social selling is that like large scale branding. So you know, you're reaching people who might not be ready to buy yet, but you know, it's in the hopes that when they are ready to buy or sell, you're the person they immediately. I always say it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Yeah. And, and oh, those immediate ones are nice. <laughs> they are. Yes. But at the same time, those immediate ones, if they buy quick, you need to not forget them. Right. They need to be followed up with. Yeah. Because they are going to eventually want to sell or they're going to have friends that want to sell or buy. Right. And a lot of my business comes from when I first started, it was getting the teacher world because I was a kindergarten teacher for 13 years prior to doing this. So when I knew I was making that change, I made as many connections with parents and teachers that I could. And I love helping teachers because they need it more than anybody. Yeah, I mean, they need that extra cookie. They need that freebie. They deserve it more than it. And that was my big reason for changing. I felt like I wasn't doing enough in the teacher world. I could do something bigger. Yeah, absolutely. 
Love it. It's those personal connections. They're going to go further than any cold calling or any of that. And that's one of the reasons why I'm focusing and pushing so hard in the YouTube world. Yeah. No, you guys are watching me take the struggles and put the sweat in and seeing the trials and the tears and all that today. I did not want to do it today. I came home to check on my dog and eat lunch. And I did not want to go back to the office and put these. I wanted to sit down and do nothing for an hour or two. And I was like, no, just go do it. Once it's done, you're going to feel better. And that was the one video that I posted. And he's had 506 views Yay, now. Yay, little Rocky. But it's just you never know when it's going to be. And as a teacher, I used to tell my children, you always had that one student that said, ew, you're going to eat that? I always say, don't knock things till you try it. And <laughs> don't knock it till you tried it. Well, I I'm not going to try Well, then you can't speak on it. Yeah. So, yes, I felt like I couldn't say anything negative about YouTube until I tried it. And now I actually, I think I'm going to like it in the long game. Yeah. But like I said, you guys are all in here and a fellow teacher here. I'm learning. Yeah. It, and James felt, I mean, he's being a lifesaver. He's telling me what I'm doing wrong. What, and I sent him a ton of videos today from Durham. I'm putting together a video on Durham and the growth of Durham. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee he's going to be like, what did she do? And because that was the first one. And I've had those videos in my phone for over a month now. Okay. So that's another like little segue that we can talk about. Like, so you're doing a video on Durham and I'm sure. So like, is there anything in specific or just like Durham in general? Just the growth in my favorite, my favorite little areas. Cause Durham yeah. different districts, just like Raleigh. So, so this is what this is kind of like we're working back backwards here. Well, when we had Levi Lassick <laughs> on, this is what he talked about. Like mm -hmm. he said he looked up um, you know, what everybody was searching in the Dallas area, and you know there's gonna be people searching um, you know, that, that are yeah. Yeah. RDU. potentially moving to Durham and wanna see like what it's about, and they're gonna find your page or your video and, and be like, Oh here are some good places in Durham. And then they'll like see that, um, you know, they'll see that you're a real estate agent and then potentially use you because they, mm -hmm. they see you being a resource and providing value and providing mm -hmm. extra information about the, the neighborhood or like the town, you know, the town of Durham yeah. um, that versus other real estate agents that are just in there like, okay, are you ready to buy or sell? Yeah. Come on, give me your money. Like, no, it's I'm going to show you value for people to reach out to you. My favorite coffee shops on there. And I start out in one of the growing areas where I have a building and I've had to get creative. I'm actually meeting with a developer this week on that. And they could potentially do a condo building there that I'll be a part of. Mm -hmm. And it's funny to think back 13 or eight, eight years ago. I've had my license officially eight years as of February 15th of this. So it's Congrats. My so, and I look at when I was teaching and that's one of the reasons why I'm writing the book teacher turned realtor. So Love that, it. we yeah, actually in April. So you should message, um, Felicia Renee. Felicia. Yeah. That's why I was telling her Felicia, I got a book coming out. Teacher turned realtor. It just shows you the different avenues you can take and there's, there's options. So, yeah. But yeah, like what you're saying, you should like Dallas and San Angelo, like San Angelo, you said you had to learn it. I'm sure you probably know more about that area than people who has actually lived there. Literally, yeah. <laughs> it comes up all the time. You've actually walked the streets. So. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's nice too, like um, getting to know the businesses. Um, like for me, I guess another hack that I do, I love like meeting other entrepreneurs and you know, just bouncing different ideas off of each other um, for marketing in our town. Yeah. And, um, you know, I ended up doing, I've done a few little series of like, you know, highlighting their business. And so that, you know, other people who are potentially moving to San Angelo or um, potentially don't know their business, they can, um, you know, learn about it. But then at the same time, usually that business ends up reposting whatever I, I, you know, I post about them and then their followers see it. And then it's more, more growth for people to see my content and see the value I'm putting out. And, you know, then they reach out to me. Like I, um, like I, I've picked up a client before. Um, I 
went to Pure Bar and posted, even just posted a little like story that I was at Pure Bar. And she she called me and was like, oh yeah, I saw like you were on the Pure Bar story and I remembered that I needed a realtor soon. So I just reached out. I'm like, it's- You serious. just never know where that person's going to come from. And Natalie yeah. Dawson said the other day on one of her podcasts, she said, um, once you've got yourself in the room, yeah, you're going to get up, get, go through all the steps and don't quote me on this. It's something to this extent. But once you get into the room, remember you are there to listen to the person in the front of the room. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, you're there to make new connections. And yes. if you leave a conference without making one new connection, you did something wrong and you wasted your money going to that conference. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You and I, I mean, yeah, it happened to be, we knew the same people, but at the same time, you know, and now we got this referral network. Yep. So. Love it. Oh. Love it. <laughs> um, another thing that I feel like I've done, so just kind of on like volunteer and charity, you've done some charity stuff too, right? Recently? Did Me? I make, yeah. Did I make that up? Well, I give to a ton of charities like Bunnies Buddies and things like that every year. If you if you follow me, you're going to see something with Bunnies Bunnies on it. It's a charity <laughs> to help dogs in Korea and China. Mm. And they've been a lifesaver with our little puppy mill <laughs> dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I do give back to them. But yeah, I well, am. And I do usually a fun like I give back to my school I taught at every year at the end of the year. So yeah, see that's perfect. Mm -hmm. And then those people at, at the school are, like see you and they're like, that's just another reminder that you're in real estate. But at the same time, you're helping a, a charity you love, and you're doing it in a in a, in an authentic way where your genuine personality comes out and shines. Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. so Felicia said. Yes, I love that. I was on the loan doc and funding side of lending, and I've been longing to get into real estate. I found so many realtors in non-real estate venues. Location is key. Love it. So Yes. Yeah. Would love to chat with you, Felicia. So. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, for example, what I did recently, um, so one of my dogs, Gigi, um, I rescued her from a local um, rescue place here, Cassie's Place. And I wanted to give out, um, you know, give back to them in a way, but instead of like just doing money or, you know, just foster, not just, those are good ways to help, but, mm -hmm. you know, to also bring more awareness to both of our businesses, we held um, a Valentine's day event together and had a bake sale at my off. Like we set it all out uh, outside of my office. Um, they brought a bunch of dogs in that needed to be adopted. So it was like an adoption event. And then you could donate like beds or leashes or, you know, whatever. And then they have little things like um, freshies of um, freshies are like little you hang out. They're like little air freshener things for your car. Yes. I had them like in dog faces and stuff. So like I had a, I bought a Frenchie one for my car. Um, they had a bake sale. So like any any money they made from that went to, you know, help their rescue um, and then, you know, at the same time, we're like helping people, you know, rescue dogs and stuff like my, um, one of my real estate attorneys, her daughter recently had a dog, uh, pass away. So she adopted one of the ones there. So that was awesome. Um, but at the same time, you know, um, uh, like they're posting my information on their page. I'm posting their information on my page and we're cross kind of cross breeding our, our, you know, our fans on our yeah. followers on our our pages and it's i don't know it's just kind of like killing two birds with one stone making mm -hmm. uh, that could turn into yeah and we got to meet a lot of people who came to the event whether they adopted a dog or donated or not and um, you're something who actually yeah like volunteer at at the at cassie's place and we already know we have a mutual you know connection of loving animals and wanting to help them get rescued so, um, I don't know. It's just, I think if you're, you know, end up doing stuff that you are truly already passionate about, um, I just think it helps you attracts. Yeah. Like it, it just, you, your personality shines and that's how you, you know, attract people into your, your sphere. Um, and most pet people, when they buy, they buy for their animal. I mean, I know. Yeah. Millennials. I think that's what they said is, um, 
like one of the trends for millennials buying based on their dogs. You get a bigger dog, you're going to need a bigger backyard. <laughs> yes. Look at Rocky's face or his page. <laughs> you need more space. Literally. literally. So, and I guess we didn't want to move him to a new house. So we bought condo big nice dog house yep. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i've had people tell me because rocky's in my business cards he's on everything i'm on pretty much mm -hmm. well, what if you have somebody that doesn't like dogs well that's a them thing not a me thing <laughs> they're probably a better fit for you know they're probably exactly. mm -hmm. they're probably connecting with another agent that fits mm -hmm. them better like there's enough business to go around exactly exactly so oh yeah any other hacks on, on your end? The biggest thing is, what is it Grant says? If they don't know you, they can't blow you. And yeah. if you do things that you know you're passionate about, like you said, and means from the bottom of your heart, you know, like you truly love it. Mm -hmm. It's just going to work out. It is. So yeah. if you get up and you put in the time and you do yeah. the work, it, things are just going to happen for you. It's hard to explain to people yeah. that. I feel like another big one for real estate agents is um, like, I know a lot of real estate agents who have made like local mom groups. Um, I guess you and I, I mean, we're dog moms, but it's different. Um, and we, I mean, we don't have this experience yet, but you know, I have a lot of friends that say, you know, when you become a mom, you're like, it, you get so busy and I guess it's, it's, it's sometimes hard to make friends with other moms because you're just, mm -hmm. you're having so much going on trying to manage like children. The so they make these mom groups, like face, let's say a Facebook group, for example, and, you know, coming up with a solution for a need that a lot of people have like that. Uh, I think that's another great way to, to social sell um, because you're, you're fixing a problem and then you get to network with those people and then, you know, it just naturally comes up like what you do. Mm -hmm. um, but that's another like just an idea that I've heard from other people. And obviously I can't speak to it myself, but. Um, but there's yeah. a whole community of dog moms. So I go to the West Dog Street Bar. I actually picked up a new client this weekend. One no. of the people that work there, she was. And then it led us into having a whole nother conversation about a, a business she's wanting to start. So it went from one thing to the next. Yeah. And she was like, I merely thought of you and everybody at the dog park mentioned you. And no, my dog does not play when he goes there. He sits in my lap or he <laughs> hangs up with the people. And like one mom said, you didn't tell him he had to play with other dogs. You just said he had to socialize. Yeah. So you didn't specify dog or human. So, I mean, and then I've got two other people I'm working with from there. And I've got those connections. Yeah. The business means a lot to me because I have bills to pay. But at the end of the day, my dog has a new friend and I've got new friends. And two of the friends, they just moved here from Jersey. And she, here comes the train, seven o'clock train. Yep. <laughs> and we went to Hempstead last week walking with our dogs. And we try to walk at least once a week and take the dogs on and, and try a new restaurant or try a new coffee place. And it's just something we're doing together. So, yeah. yeah. I well, met I the like dog park. So I feel like the big part of social selling is providing some sort of value for people, mm -hmm. whether that be, you know, real estate value or, you know, just value in general, just, helping people and people can tell genuine and not genuine if you're there just for that chat oh yeah it's yeah so yeah i i i don't know not to um excuse my french but i think people's bullshit meters have definitely gone up in the past i don't know as as like i guess social media and the way we interact with one another develops and i'm sure you know covid has a play in this too I just feel, you know, the way we market to people is yeah. a lot different now. And people want to engage with people they know, like, and trust in what they buy. And it's Ron like lot of influencers and stuff, too. Ron Sarhan said um, each day he tries to call at minimum five people he hadn't touched base with in a while. Mm -hmm. Just say, hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. And or shoot him a text. Well, and that's like um, long ways. Yeah. 
like our right. opening, I'm going to invite a lot of my clients to that and just like, hey, we're open in this place. And it's funny, my clients like to support me, which you would think, you know, they spent money buying a house, but no, they want to still come support. And that shows me I've done something right with those connections. So. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. So. Well, I was going to, oh, well, it makes me think back to uh, when Andy <laughs> Dreisinger came on and he says that he's never tries, he tries to never have a meal alone. So he's always out like Andy, yes, grabbing coffee with someone or, you know, never eating lunch by himself. He goes and invites someone to lunch. Um, we should invite like, everybody on and do a pizza party one night on here or a wine night. Yes. Love it. It's 530 <laughs> your time, 630 my time. It's five o'clock. So it's happy hour time. So, yeah. <laughs> we should do that one. Have like a solo. Maybe in March we could do it. So, yes. Love it. I, I even think, so I'm big in like Facebook groups too. Um, I'm figuring that world out. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's when we had Marty Bahama on. Um, but that's a little bit of, I feel like a hybrid because I do reach out to people on there sometimes um, depending on like stuff they post, but um, you know, you can have these different Facebook groups, like, you know, like we said from, mom groups or dog groups, yeah. anything like that. Um, but I think, again, it's the fact of posting value. And like, if you have a real estate group, like even posting, like, what do people like about real estate? Like everybody's sort like somewhat interested in it. It's because they like being nosy and looking at different houses and, you know, what, what people have done to theirs. And, you know, this is why we have the rise of HGTV and you know shows like that um you know I, I think it's still providing value when you're like doing home tours and stuff and exactly you know that's how I've had a lot of people reach out to me on social media too is you know posting when I first got into real estate I made it a mission to always you know post like even if I wasn't showing to someone I would go look up like vacant houses nearby and actually what I would do I would kind of uh, make it more efficient. I would go on my afternoon walk. So I would be exercising uh -huh. and then I would map my route and see what vacant houses were available near me. And I would walk that way. And while I was on my walk, you know, I would already have reached out to the listing agent and say, Hey, can I go get a video uh, for social media of this house um, and go, you know, take a, a home tour and put it on my story. And, you know, that kind of built some credibility for me too, because well, it looks like I was busier than I was and like that I was out there showing when maybe I wasn't, maybe I was. And that's what Chris Jones, he talks about a lot of, I'm going to post my yoga teacher's house. Mm -hmm. And no, it's nowhere, nowhere close to me, but I'm still going to post it for her. Yeah. Just because A, it's going to help her. B, it's going to help the other agent. And see, it's going to help me <laughs> So yeah. at the end of the day. so Absolutely. Yeah. Can you think of any other uh, things that you do for social selling? My big thing is just putting stuff out there and doing it at the, certain times, like first thing in the morning. That way it's yeah. there all day long. Yes. Because so the time. That I do my post is very important. So, yeah. And I was very proud of myself. I set up, I, I'm not proud of myself a lot this week with this whole YouTube thing. It's <laughs> so, a lot, though. I'm proud of you. Set up one that be scheduled, and that one did really well. Like it was scheduled to come out at certain, at like midnight on Friday, and yeah. it did really well. So, and it was nice because I didn't have to think about it. And that's where I'm trying to get, I'm getting James to put these together and then we're just, and then I just schedule them to go up. So. Yes. Love it. Yep. Well, and good. using those correct hashtags. So. Yes. And I learned this hack from you is saving those hashtags. So all I do is copy and paste them now. So now I don't yeah. have to, I can, and then I switch out a few every now and then. So. Yeah. And that's a, I feel like even hashtags can kind of play into the social selling um, because it broadens your reach of people. 
-hmm. For example, like in my hashtags that I use for, let's say for San Angelo, I'm doing a lot of um, Goodfellow Air Force Base, PCSing, um, GFAB, um, like things like that. Um, so that I can pull in those people that are moving to San Angelo for, you know, military, the military base here. Mm -hmm. And they oftentimes find it through those hashtags. I've had people find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. I don't think Twitter. I don't do, I'm I'm not a big Twitter person. I'm I'm bigger not Twitter. That's a new venture for me too. Yeah. (laughs) They have like Twitter spaces and like, I think that's Mm -hmm. kind of taking over clubhouse. Um, yeah, I think that's another avenue. Like when you're thinking about your hashtags, instead of just doing like, I mean, obviously you want to do like San Angelo. Like putting in like, uh, like, so like wall Hawks, that's a, like, that's one of the schools here. Or like San Angelo ISD, like think about things that people are searching when they're moving to your area potentially. And like, I told this to a client. I've had two clients, one from Washington State, got them under contract last mm-hmm. week. They're moving to New Bern. And I have another one from Jer- New Jersey that's moving down here. And they're like, well, we homeschool, so schools are important. That's not necessarily true. If you go to resell, your next family that buys that house may have a kid. And those schools, it's going to be very important. So that's yes. something to think about. Because it's not important to you. Yeah. Doesn't mean... Yeah, won't affect you in the long run when you go to sell. Yes. So. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, what are the school like the Broughton? I think I remember. Or yeah, we have Broughton High School here. We have Wiley, which it's an international magnet school. I'm obsessed. Very good. And you have Hunter. It's a very technology based school. And you have mm-hmm. Underwood, which is a magnet school. Yeah. So those are like some hashtags you could throw in there, or even like, like for me, like one of the big attractions of San Angelo is Lake Nasworthy. So I put Lake Nasworthy in there mm-hmm. or like downtown San Angelo. So you could put like, you know, Glenwood district or something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. kind of depending on what you're posting. But um, I think a lot of, I guess what I'm trying to say, I think a lot of social selling is thinking about what the person, your target avatar, as they say, like your mm-hmm. the person you're, would want ideally to buy or sell to Mm -hmm. what are they searching? Like what information are they searching on your area and how can you provide value in that Avenue? Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yep. It does. So, so like Levi's posting like best restaurants in Frisco, Texas. He's like, this was an example. He said, because for Frisco, Frisco, Texas was one of his top searches he figured out or one of the top searches for Mm -hmm. the DFW Metroplex. Um, So that's where he comes in and and does like a video on best restaurants there because so many people are searching it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just have to figure out what, you know, what those keywords are. And he talks about this Telehubby or Tele... I was trying to find the name of it. There's a thing that you can type in words and see the top searched words. Yes, right he now. talked about it on our show, and I can't remember. Yeah, I've got it on mine. And James talked about it too. Um, Tube Buddy, Teletubby. Yeah, oh, it used to be those cartoon characters that had those things on their head, and they sang. I'll put it in the banner. Tube Buddy, but you can type in a word. Um, there's a way to share my screen. I could show you real quick. Oh, yeah. Okay, go to present. Yeah. Um, present. Share screen. Here we go. Let's see. Ooh, it um, is it sharing? No. <laughs> she didn't know. Share. Click that. I think you click present and then share screen. Okay, let's see here. Okay, let's present. Share screen. Don't show these tips again. Okay. And share tab audio. Uh, Share. Okay, here we go. Okay. Can you see it? 
Yep. Okay. So when I'll get out of this. Um, I'm not a good person to probably represent this. <laughs> this would be a James thing. But at the corner right here, you see I have this little thing here. Yes. I got two new subscribers today, actually. Nice. So I'm excited. And this is like Rocky's thing. I can click on it. And yeah, it did have a little box up there. The dashboard, and you can see how many... like your analytics currents plus two in the last 28 days mm -hmm. views are up 534 and then it just breaks down things. And then you have another thing right here where you can type in keywords. Yeah. Keyword explorer. And these are the words that are trending. If you type one of these words in, you're going to get like tons of. So maybe you could start typing in like Raleigh or something though. Let's, let's try it. I did 10x out of because it had a bunch of stuff. Explore. And then it gives you, it breaks it down. See, poor. It's kind of excellent. It's poor in competition. But search volume, it's excellent. Type in Dallas. How about that? Let's do that. So these are like the keywords in the. So it's. Oh, if you look on the right, it tells you. Yeah, different words to Dallas Cowboys. What people are looking in. Maybe type in like DFW. Okay. Let's see that. That one's there. good. Not bad. So people are looking at DFW airport, the weather. So maybe like based on that, you can do like what is DFW weather like? Or what is weather like? What is the weather like in Raleigh? We typed in RVU. We'll see. See, it's not the best, but it's better than other things. Well, try, try try Raleigh. Raleigh is a real good other day. I know. Well, I'm just looking at what it maybe change daily is the thing. Yeah. So, see, it's yeah. yeah. Hmm. Let's do RDU Airport. They said RDU Airport. And see what comes up. Yeah, not too bad. So let's type in the name of the new bar and see what comes up. No, I'm just went down. <laughs> I just went down. But anyways, you can yeah. ah, not too bad. Adam, Split's got a, not such a bad, it says poor, but it's better than a lot of things. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, monthly searches is 15.8, number of videos searched, 46.2 million. Not yes. So anyways, that's <clears throat> what that little app does for you. And you can sign up for a free one, which is yeah. what I did. So mine doesn't do as much as other people. So. Love it. And then it nominates your latest comments and that kind of thing. Okay. And it just tells you how you're doing. I don't know how to stop sharing. Oh, stop. Um, yep, there we go. Cool. So um I'm gonna put up if you're interested in seeing, you know, how we're kind of social selling. I'm gonna put our you can follow us. That those are our um Instagram handles, but then also um like mine Facebook is facebook.com slash Holly's Homes. Yeah. And I think you can also person. message us on there as well. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. Well, I think that's all I, all my, that's all I, got all I had to say for today on social selling. Yeah. If anybody has any questions on anything that we talked about, yeah, feel free to send us a DM. Yeah, Felicia, feel free to um, send a message if you've got questions. Yes. So. I know. Like, we always say in my book when it comes out. Teachers so. make the best real estate agents we said. Because uh, you're already used to educating people and being patient in that process. So, yes. Love it. Okay. So, big news. Next Monday, we have on Sharon Lecter. Sharon. I'm so excited. She's like one of my idols. Um, if you awesome. don't know who Sharon Lecter is, she has won um, 
a million and one awards for helping with financial literacy in the United States. Um, she is the author of a lot of different books, but um, probably the most famous one being the co-author on Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm -hmm. um, she also did the women's version of Think and Grow Rich. And she also, like a bunch of the Napoleon Hill books, she's done like updated versions where they'll like talk about, or the, the book will be kind of, she kind of breaks down what's going mm -hmm. on. Because a lot of it is like, I think it was written in like 1930s. And then she <laughs> kind of puts it in today's like layman terms. Um, yeah. And she is now in real estate. Um, real estate is one of her favorite assets to buy and hold and buy and sell. Mm -hmm. um, assets are sexy is her. <laughs> That's her thing. Yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, look her up on Instagram. She's huge, absolutely huge. Um, so I'm just really excited. I can't believe we actually got her. So I can't, I can't. you know, you know, right. You're right. But she just is such a big deal. deal okay. <laughs> yeah, she's a big deal. And I'm just like, so thankful that she's making the time. And so are we. <laughs> yes. You got San Angelo got rally. So yes. <laughs> yeah. So next week you will not want to miss that. Yes. It's going to be good. Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see you guys same time next week with Sharon Lecter. Um, if you have any questions that you want to, us to ask her, feel free to message them to us. And as always, we hope you have a good evening and have we look fun. forward to next week. Happy Monday and have a great fabulous week. Yay. Go make it productive. Love it. Thank you. And you, you can message us and let us know what you did in your social media world this week. Whatever. Yeah, any good tips. We'll share them on social media yeah, too. Tips. And if you use any of the ones we used today, send us a little message and let us know which ones you used. So tag us in it <laughs> as you're using it. So feel free to tag. Awesome. Okay. Have a great week. Thanks guys. Thanks.